This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This rules take a cue from the old-school games of yore and combine them with a stripped-down but easy-to-understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the Survive This system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at bloatgames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloat Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Up ahead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Got a beautiful day out there. We'll get through this winter yet. We'll get through this 2021 yet. Hmm. Anyway, first off, we've got a voicemail from Randy over at Biggest Geekus. Go ahead, Randy. Hey, Glenn, this is Randy from Biggest Geekus. Um, yeah, I like the idea of using the phone to take pictures of the battle, um, the battlefield or what's left over after a session so you can remember it. I've done that a couple of times uh, in the last few years. It's very helpful. Um, kind of started it when I noticed that my students were uh, taking pictures of notes on the board. I thought it seemed weird. Then I thought, well, that's kind of ingenious, actually. It's something they can refer to. So when I worked on a microboard, on a, on a microboard, on a whiteboard, back when we were meeting face-to-face. But uh, anyway, so excellent. Take care. Have a good day. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, phones are good. Uh, yes, the the whole the whole phone thing is just like this is the one this is the one positive I can argue for having electronics at the table, for looking up rules and recording something as a picture or something like that. My friend Matt on Thursday Games used to do a live stream on YouTube of our games. And he stopped doing that, but that was a real help sometimes on figuring out where we were and where we were going to, where we're supposed to go. Anyway, thank you, Randy. I appreciate that. Now, I wanted to talk about time and prep. Now, as far as having the time to prep, if you're going to run a regular game and you're not a teenager, you're an adult with, you know, jobs and families and all that you got to find time to do that. So if you're still running the game, first of all, good, congratulations. Second of all, if you're if you're running a game and you have all those responsibilities, you are going to make the time to prep sometimes. I mean, all the time you should. But I mean, you, what I'm saying is you should carve out a bit of your week or whatever to prep, depending on how often you play. We're going to play every other week with the... Uh, Astonishing swordsman. So I have plenty of time to do this, and I have plenty of time on my hands because I'm retired. So there's that. Anyway, I'm not here how to tell you how to, you know, how to divide your time up. But 
you know, to me, the sooner the better. And sometimes the later the better, too, believe it or not. Because if you, if you wait, if, you, if you're like me, I'm a lazy dungeon master, and you've got everything prepped beforehand, you know, you say you're in the middle of a campaign or something, or you've played this world for X number of years, and you know things, then you can do something like an hour before game time. And sometimes having that fresh in your mind is good. Even if you don't, if you plan during the week, before that, before like an hour before the, the people come over or you're getting ready to go, look over your notes, just refresh your memory before you go. So that's a good way to do it. As far as how, well, I want to talk about, sometimes you have games that need a little bit extra. They need a little bit extra in the uh, gray matter department, whether you it's a module or you've written it yourself. I'm I'm faced with that right now because there are certain sections of this module, even though I've run it like two times already, a couple times, I still have to go over. There are certain sections that get a little complicated, especially if you're talking about role playing and backstory. That and there's if there's information you have to impart to the group. So when I'm doing my refreshment or my prep, I am hitting those things hard. Okay, this goes like this, this goes like this, this goes like this. That kind of thing. I'll even walk through the dungeon and see, okay, remember this, remember this. Because once again, I've got my notes that are bullet points. And you've got, I've got the module here. So if I read something, you go, what did I write there? So I go in the module and look at it. I try not to look at the module as much as possible. After it, because I've already went through it. I've gone, you know, things like that. I want my, what I want is my notes to make sense at the table. It's, it's basically just training my brain to go over the old notes. Oh yeah, that was this. And every once in a while I'll make an additional note in there just, just to make sure. Now, and and there now those those sticky points in in the adventure, where you have something where you have to. Uh, I was going through this. Sometimes I can't sleep because I keep going th- through things in my mind. Here, how did this go? Who's this? Where? Here's a good way to do it. If you have a whiteboard or even a piece of paper, like I like you know I'm I'm a fan of the mind mapping thing, but I don't always do it. But if you've got sticky parts like this. It'd be nice to write if you write a little outline out, a little a little flow chart. And I'm not talking about what the, I'm not talking about a flow chart of what the characters are going to do, because you never know what the characters are going to do until they do it. Because and you know what I'm saying is it's good to have prep. It's good to have this is the way things are supposed to go. They don't always go this way. This is the way the things are supposed to go. But what I'm talking about is like, say, a role-playing situation where uh, NPC A uh, killed NPC B because of NPC C, and NPC C doesn't know this and wondering where NPC B is and this and that and the motivations and all that other stuff. This is a good for a flow chart because what you're, you're not... You're, the characters aren't, they're interacting with the NPCs, but not in a mostly unpredictable way. And, you know, I have a way of, by hook or by crook, they're going to get the info. Even if I have to blatantly tell them 
which I will only do, uh, that's in my little glass case up there, you know, in case of emergency break glass type of thing. And it's the last resort. But at the same time, I want them to get this inf information. So I go through it. I put I put a little flow chart in there. I circle NPCA, I circle NPCB, I circle NPC3 and draw lines and to things like boxes of this what happened with him, this is what happened with her, da 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 And then I can see it right there. I can see how the information flows. It's not a flow chart for characters. It's a flow chart for information is what it, what you do. And if you you can, like I said, if you have a whiteboard, you can write it down. I've got those note boards I carry around in my bag in case I don't have a map, I don't have a a, a grid map to, a battle map to draw, to put play. I have, I have two of those. And the nice thing about those is they have hexes, they have... They have grid on the same side. They're overlaid on each other, so you can really see it. But on the other side, they're blank. So what I can do, worst comes to worst, say I'm at a convention, somebody wants me to run an hour, and I want to, okay, I run this module, I want to go through it. I'll just open that up and start taking my, my, my wet erase marker and go, okay, this, 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 on the blank side, just to keep it straight. And then I'll take that with me to, my, to the game. And that, you know, fold it up, put it in my bag, and take it to the, to the game. I've refreshed my memory. I kind of understand how it goes. I can refer to it. I can refer to my notes, too, but I can refer to that just to see how the, the whole entangled thing is. And then I can just, you know, give it to the players, however I do it, through NPCs or something like that, or, you know, notes, I don't know. Anyway, that's my advice on how to to deal with sticky parts of sticky parts of backstory in modules or your own, even my own creations. I've had, there's an astonishing swordsman game I wrote that I wrote out that I looked in my book and I go, what the heck that I'd sit down and I made a flow chart. Okay. Now I get it. Cause this is the main thrust of the plot. You have to get it anyway. I got to start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. If you want a good podcast, listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard podcast, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, Randy and Joe over at Biggest Geekus, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm -hmm.